Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. God is good. And all the time. Welcome to Pacoima First United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Luis Garcia. Welcoming you, worshiping with us through our social media. Blessings to all. Welcome to this place that we call church. And that is the communion of the saints, the family of God that meets here at 11 a.m. to worship God, to learn about God, and to be sent out into the world and do something about our faith. Blessings to all. Welcome, welcome. Last Thursday, we had our church conference, and I would like to thank all of you, and especially the leaders of the committees that put together the report and a video that we're going to uh, watch in a moment. Uh, this annual conference, uh, this church conference, is uh, the meeting when we review and celebrate the ministry of the church in the past year. And at this time, I would like to show the video that we presented in that church conference. The video was compiled by our sister uh, Wanda. So this video is about our past, present, and the future of Pacoima First. So here's the video. Amen, amen. Thank you. We celebrate ministry together. And we go for another year. Amen? Amen. So this is the time when we worship the Lord. And I invite you, as you are able to stand up, let us worship the Lord. Our praise, uh, worship band leaders, worship leaders. I am excited. <laughs> I'm excited. The cards, blessings to you, blessings to all. God is good all the time. Truly, God is good all the time, and we just want to give him some praise this morning for his mercy and his favor. Lord, you are good, and your mercy endure forever. Lord, you are good, and your mercy endure forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we 
generation and tongue from generation to generation we worship you your heads for a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for another opportunity to come into your house, to lift our hands, lift our voices, and to say thank you for all that you've done for us, all that you continue to do for us, Father, even without us asking, just supplying all of our needs, Father, being with us every day and caring for our families, Father. We ask you to bless this service, bless our pastor as he brings forth the word, and let your presence be here with us today, Father. And let us not leave the same on today. Let us be doers of the word and not hearers only. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We came here today because we know that God is good and he deserves the glory. There's no praise that we couldn't give him for what he has done for us. His goodness and his mercy. You deserve the glory. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your goodness of the Lord this morning and say you deserve the glory. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands. Lord, we lift our hands to worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory. Yes. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. God is so good. <laughs> uh, well, this is part of my, my sermon. Uh, we worship God. Worship is about God. And he blesses us so much as we worship him. Amen. At this moment, uh, we will receive the word of God uh, for uh, today uh, from the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew uh, chapter 25, 31 to 46. Uh, this is um, uh, the, these two chapters, 24, 25, is chapters of the prophecy straight from Jesus to us. And uh, as we're getting into a new season in the liturgi liturgical year, I'll explain a little bit more about that, uh, we, we get into, into the season of the kingship, of, the, of uh, the kingdom of God. So it's about the kingdom of God. So please stand as you are able for the reading of the word of God. And thanks be to God. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people, separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by the Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the mm -hmm. foundation of the world. Amen. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick, saw you sick or in prison, and visited you? And the king will answer them, "Truly, I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me." Then he will say to those at his left hand, "You that are cursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food; I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink." I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into internal, eternal punishment, but the righteousness, the righteous into eternal life. The word of God for the people of God.
to obey oh lord please let me know whatever path that i must take not my volition lord i'll do just what you say and i shall do i shall do i shall do i shall do just what he said direction is what we all pray for to take us. Amen. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, you are our God and we are your people. As we come to this time of preaching and teaching, we pray that we can find that wisdom that we need, the direction that we are asking for, so we may follow you. May your Holy Spirit bring wisdom and discernment to our souls, love to our hearts, and the strength to put into action what we hear today, especially today. <laughs> May the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and amen. Doers of the Word. Today is one of those Sundays that we call Bridge Sunday. Don't ask me who started calling that. Uh, probably I did and I don't remember anymore. But because it falls between the seasons of Pentecost with our emphasis in the last few weeks about the stewardship and recommitment to the mission of the church and the season that is coming in December, the season of Advent, right? In our church, the season of Advent is the beginning of a new liturgical year, all right? Which basically means we start to retell the story of salvation, amen? 
And we, we began um, this season with the prophecies from the Old Testament about a Savior, about the Messiah, about the one that will bring the people of God to himself. Bless a lot of blessings on those readings. And so as we are moving from a season of reaffirmation of our commitment to God and the church, during these uh, uh, sermons in the last few weeks, we know we'll transition into a time of preparation and, and waiting during the season of Advent as we wait for the celebration of Christmas. And right in the middle, there is a turkey waiting for us. Today, when we begin this week of Thanksgiving, it is a good time to think about if there is something special or, or any reason to be thankful for in 2023. If there's a reason to be thankful for during this year that is almost at the end, something such as life, family, church, worship, health, community, Thankfulness for things like, like our football team. Well, let's not go there. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so I think this is not only a bridge Sunday, but also a time to consider and count all our blessings and give thanks. Amen. Count all our blessings and give thanks. And one thing I want to underline, and we're getting in, into our Bible reading for today, one thing I want to underline is that the scripture tells us about a future of there, right? And our hope that there will be a day when God's kingdom will come as we pray in the Lord's Prayer, and will come and where Christ will be king of all. Amen? Amen? Now that is what we read in our passage today in Matthew 25, that that is what brings hope to our lives, that there is life in God after this life on earth. That is something to be thankful for and to look forward to for that great time. And we get excited about the fact that in Christ we can believe that someday, sometime, we will be there at that moment that Jesus is talking about. Meanwhile, meanwhile, as we move towards the end of 2025, with a very interesting political parade in Washington, where we continue to see a divided Congress on many issues that affect our daily lives. And while, yes, despite the political af af affiliation, we want to influence uh, public policy according to our beliefs. 
I don't know about you, but I would like to see not only more civility from our leaders that will permeate to the population, but I would like to see that our leaders care for the people in general, and especially for those who need more help. Amen. I am not naive. I know there is no political party or candidate that will match the requirements of the kingdom of God. Jesus didn't run for office. However, he was, after all, establishing a new kingdom. Establishing a new kingdom, a kingdom not of this world. Amen. So moving on to the scripture for today, it is a matter of perspective. Perspective about what we think the scripture is telling us regarding a future in the kingdom and about how to get there. All right, I invite you to have your Bibles there, Matthew 25, right? God's kingdom is not of this world. Jesus said that. We will be subject to earthly desires and temptations while we are here on earth. Political and economic uh, situations or powers will dictate the way life happens. However, as a church that look forward and up, as a church that follows the word from Apostle Paul, do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that we may discern what is the will of God. The will of God. That will that is good and acceptable and perfect. For us, that as a church are looking for and praying to see and discern that will of God. I think, I believe, Matthew 25 is a good point of reference on how to live this life in order to get to that life. Amen. How to live in the meantime. How to be a Christian while we wait to that perfect kingdom. Matthew 25, and especially these uh, verses, uh, are one of my favorite passages. It is a prophecy from Jesus. And if Jesus said it, I'm going to listen. Amen. If Jesus said it, I'm going to listen. Matthew 25, since the first days when I started to go to church in, as a young person in Monterey, Mexico, 
Uh, it was a recurring theme, this theme of the prophecies, right? And, and we, get, we got all excited about, about the prophecies, right? I heard about the prophecies and Jesus coming back and, and you know, the, the, the word Maranatha, right? Come, Jesus, come, come soon. And there, there are certainly plenty of prophecies in the Bible that give us that picture of a great future for all those who believe. Amen. And then also as a young man, uh, and I got scared because of this, as a young man, I heard about judgment, the judgment of God. It was not the case in my church that we were always reminded about eternal punishment, right? The quenching fire and the notch of teeth. But we heard our fair chair, though, right? So we got scared of that. But especially in this passage, Matthew 25, 31 to 46, it caught my attention since early in my Christian journey it caught my attention where we are certainly hearing about judgment sheep and goats good and bad saved and cursed but interestingly and again jesus is the one who is speaking so he is very clear and direct interestingly this judgment is about our behavior right here and right now. This judgment is about our behavior, about our response to the need of our neighbors, about our response to the person in need, our response to the other sheep, the one that is hungry, thirsty, sick, lost, weak, naked, and in prison. The, the sheep that is lost. I mean, you can read it again. It is written all over these verses, especially when Jesus said, what you did for me when I was in need, when I was in need. So you have heard this. Uh, I think we just sang it. Worship is not about me. Worship is not about me. And by the way, all this week I was, I, I had, I have had on my mind the, the praise, I praise you for who you are. <laughs> You're guilty of that. But worship is not about me. With all my respect, it's not about you either. And if worship is not about me, well, ministry and mission are even much less uh, about me. According to this scripture, according to this judgment, ministry and mission are about the needs of my neighbors and about how my faith can be transformed into acts of love, acts of mercy, compassion, kindness, companionship. 
for the one who is beside me and needs help. Amen. Now, if we took, if we take a look from afar, this scripture is telling us that we have the chance to help, to support, to care for, to feed the sheep that are beside us. Some of us do that and will be rewarded, but some don't. And I think something important to notice in this scripture is that the ones that didn't help their neighbors, not only did they not care for the other sheep, but they didn't even realize that they needed to do that. They were about themselves. Apparently they went to church, but they were about themselves. Because that is what I'm getting from Jesus' words, especially when he said, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you and from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. For I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink, and so on. Because you took care of my needs. Come, welcome, inherit what is now yours. And so again, something important to notice here as we see this passage from, from afar is that the ones that did according to what Jesus said and are receiving that prize, they didn't even know. They didn't even realize their good deeds. Even they asked the Lord, well, when did we do that? <laughs> right? They didn't know, and the answer is there in your phone right now. They didn't know that they were serving the Lord as they were serving their neighbor. Because for them, for them, it was a natural thing. It was part of their behavior. It was a fruit of the Spirit. It was the Spirit freely working in them and through them. The Spirit works in us and through us. And then when the Spirit starts working through us, we don't even realize it. And maybe that, that's, the, the, that's, that's um, that the reason of that is so we don't take the credit. <laughs> we don't take the credit. But it's for the honor and the glory of our God. When you and I start doing the will of God in ways and actions that please the Lord, there is a moment when what we do or what we give becomes part of who we are. Right?
It is like making our faith real. It is like becoming the light that will shine in darkness. Amen. Something more that I, I, I want to connect this teaching with is um, that I once I heard a preacher, and then recently we heard it in the Sunday school, referring to Matthew 25 uh, as one of the bookends of Matthew. The first bookend is, is Matthew 5, the Beatitudes. And then the other bookend, right, is Matthew 25, right? So in the Beatitudes, Jesus is like telling us what to do. And in Matthew 25, is like Jesus checking if we did the homework, all right? Jesus is telling the disciples and telling us that there will be a time like when our teachers in grade school would check if we brought our homework. Do you remember those days? Yeah. Do you remember what happened when you didn't bring the homework? Yeah. The big difference is that over there, we won't be able to say, my dog ate my homework. Oh, right. Two book ends. Matthew 25, Matthew 5, the homework. Matthew 25, the review. And in the middle, Jesus modeling and teaching how to get there. It sounds easy. It is challenging. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is talking not only about the practical side of ministry, but he is talking about when our faith becomes real. When our faith begins to care for the lost sheep as a fruit of our faith, not by obligation, but as part of what we are, taking care of others as God in Jesus took care of us. Amen. God is taking care of me. God is taking care of you. Can you say that with me? God is taking care of me. God is taking care of me. And so I will take care of God's children. Amen. Maybe some of you, and I do that too, I think about ministries that I was involved in, and I tell to myself, I don't think I can do that anymore. Because of time, because of distance, because of health, because of many situations but if I cannot do it I can teach others to do it I can invite others to do it I can tell the story 
how, how we did it. That, that, that was the video there, right? I can support the ministry with prayers and resources. That's what we saw in the video about the past, the present, and what we want to do in the future. As you saw faces and ministries, my guess is that although nostalgic, you also felt gratitude because you served God as you served your neighbors. And I don't know about you, but I get excited when, when I see the opportunities that we have in front of us to be doers of the word and not only hearers, listeners. And so in a few days, we will turn the page to another season, right? Meanwhile, meanwhile, it will be interesting to see how we celebrate Thanksgiving dinner. But regardless of whether you have a turkey with all the fixing or whether you have tamales the turkey, I invite you to look around and count your blessings. I invite you to enjoy the blessings of celebrating Thanksgiving and giving thanks. Let us that day give thanks for whatever little or however much we have. I invite you to meditate on the word we heard today that while in God we have a beautiful home waiting for us, a beautiful future, it is today, it is now that we are blessed. Not only because we can celebrate Thanksgiving, but also because we can take care of the least of Jesus' children. And in that, sisters and brothers, in that we have a special blessing. Amen? Amen. May we listen to this word. May this word bring hope and action. And may we one day be with the king, listening to the invitation to come. You that are blessed by my father. Amen? And amen.
Yeah. <laughs> Especially if we know uh, there's a reward, right? But again, 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 as and we start moving through the spirit, everything comes natural. So as we finish this series of sermon on stewardship and recommitment to the mission of God through our church, um, with presence, prayers, gifts, our sermon today about service and witness, I was thinking that we need to add one more thing. Uh, because uh, I know and I'm glad um, as you saw also in the video there are things that we used to do as a church that because of COVID and other factors we stopped doing especially serving uh, uh, the homeless population in our community so we will do something about about this uh, about this ministry you will get more information about uh, this and how to serve but today I want to invite you to something special. Today, I would like to invite you to join us in a campaign of prayer and fasting. Now, I know it's not uh, very appealing talking about fasting, having Thanksgiving and then Christmas. But you know, this prayer and fasting will be one day, and that is on Wednesdays. Our main uh, purpose uh, will be to ask God to open hearts of people and doors of government offices to find a solution to the issue that our congregation is dealing with, the county. All right? And so prayer and fasting on Wednesdays I know for some of us, we cannot fast the whole day or even half of day because of medical issues. But set in your heart the length of time and the type of fasting you want to observe on Wednesdays. I will talk more about fasting and other issues, but for now, that's the invitation starting this Wednesday. And as we have heard this word about the mission of our church, let us recommit to take care of our church. And a very good way to start doing this is through prayer and fasting. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we talk about how little we have and do not recognize the abundance of blessings that you have given us and that we have with we share. We grumble about all that is going wrong in the world instead of approaching you with gratitude and trust that you will provide for us, for our families, our communities, and our church. Forgive us, we pray. Free us to live and to serve as your grateful people. 
we want to offer a bit more time of prayer and fasting, asking you to move the hearts of government staff and leaders and to solve our issues with the county. We keep praying for peace on earth and a solution to the situation in Israel and Gaza and many other places. Glorious King, we're often blinded by our selfishness and we don't see the richness of your word. We want to move in our lives, in this community, with a new light, a light of compassion and kindness for all those who are in need and that are close to us. God, grant us forgiveness. May we follow Christ's example of love, and may your spirit make us whole. In the name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord, amen and amen. amen. As we come to this time uh, in worship, when we offer our gifts, our resources, as part of our worship to the Lord, let us remember that God blesses the cheerful giver. So let's receive the offering for today and for you worshiping with us online. You have the instructions there. Basically, you go to our website and send your tithes, your offerings. Amen and amen. Let us pray. God of abundance, as we bring gifts to your altar, we confess that we have thinking in different terms, terms of scarcity. But we know you are a God that created everything. Sometimes we worry that we might not have enough but we know that we are rich in you. Forgive us when we have been afraid to believe that you have enough to meet every need, not only for us, our families, our church, but also for those in need. Help us to be witnesses of that abundance, especially the abundant love that you have for everyone in Christ. In the name of Jesus we pray and we all say together, Amen and Amen. Amen. Matthew 25. We have some homework to do. But thanks be to God that we have done it. We know how it's done. And we have new opportunities to do it all over again. Amen. As you are able, please stand. Let us receive the benediction. Because as God is leading us along the path, one step at a time, 
as we are moving into a new season, <clears throat> getting ready for Christmas, may the peace of God, the love of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to be witnesses be with you, with your family, now and forever. Amen. And let the people of God say... Amen.